Did Vashti know something about the king that we aren't privy to know about? That he had a special place for her or that she could get away with things because he loved her and spoiled her? Did she feel indispensable? What was it that she knew about this king that we aren't privy to know about? Just a thought, because otherwise, how did she have the gall? to say no to a king who provided everything for her. Hello, friend. Hello and welcome. Are you new? Is this your first time? Or are you returning and you're my distant DNA relative, supporter, silent supporter, and a friend? Well, welcome to our place for joy. Thank you for coming back as we continue the series. It is a video podcast, and you know that we base our life chats, our conversations. We inform them by basing on them. the number one best-selling book in the world. Because why? Jesus said that he came that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly. And we're trying and praying to take that seriously to tap into the word of God, to enjoy this abundant life in this life and in the world to come that the Bible talks about. Welcome, I am your host, my name is Joy. This is part three. There is a part one and two where I talked about the queen who said no. And then I talked in the second series that we said yes. And most of it has been fixed on us getting a picture of who this king kind of represented. He was a pagan, but looking at it as one of Jesus' parables, same continuation where God painted a picture about a king who threw a banquet for his subjects. He had a queen that he invited as he showed off his splendor. And then the Bible refers to us as the bride of Christ. Are we responding to the invitation of the king or have we come to the point where we have become so comfortable, which is a human thing in our DNA, where we become comfortable and then we become complacent to the point that we get this deceptive thing in our minds that Maybe we can do this without God. Remember someone named Eve? Maybe God is withholding something from us and we can do more. I don't think Vashti thought he was withholding something, but something within her felt like, I can't be replaced. It had to have been. And that's why she could say no. She must have been completely comfortable. I want us to go back and analyze the characteristics of this king again. And I would like for us to do it together as I bring out some things again about King Xerxes that kind of parallels and shows us into the heart of God. And then also about Queen Vashti what's going on in her heart. So I have a question to throw out to you. 
What does God really want? Let's ask about this king. What did he really want? What did he really want? Go back. What is it that God has told us that he really wants? So let me straighten out my verb. Because he is God, he wants and needs nothing. This king asked absolutely nothing for his sub from his subjects. He owned everything. He didn't ask them to bring a sheep or a cow or make sure you bring something. His invitation was come. Think about that. And let's think about our God who has also invited us to come. And let's think about some specific stories. Is it possible again? And I can't stress this enough because that's what's been laid on my heart and I share with you my devotions that what's on God's agenda is not that he wants anything from us because he needs nothing. He told the people in Israel, he said, the cattle on a thousand hills, he didn't say three or four, are mine. What sacrifice can you actually bring to me that isn't already for me? Is it possible, again, that on his agenda, as it was with Adam and Eve, it was to just enjoy his presence, trust him, and have fellowship with him, and get to know him? Is it possible that the desire of God is just to have a family and a relationship with me and with you? No strings attached when it comes to making things complicated because Jesus said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me for my burden is, my, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. When Jesus used to set aside time to go purpose and be in his father's presence or when God called Moses up, they were transformed in his presence. Is that the secret to life, spending time with our source? Let's continue delving down into what Vashti's no meant for her. She turned down her position. She turned down her privilege and she turned down her power. And to paint that picture, Let's remember by contrasting what Esther shared. To be able to come into the presence of the king, remember you had to be invited, which Vashti had the invitation from him, accompanied by seven of his inner bodyguards, his eunuchs. Um, and then if you decided for some reason that you were going to take the chance and let's make it anyone that was one of his subjects, including his wife, then you had to be prepared that if he did not extend the scepter to you, you could be killed. She turned down the access to his presence that she was invited into 
does this kind of remind us of the fact that in the Old Testament, the high priest who was selected, who had to come through the bloodline, even him in special clothing, having do, to do the correct sacrifices, having to sacrifice for the people, could only enter into the Holy of Holies once a year. And if he messed up or did anything wrong, going before this holy other God, not only would he fall dead, no one could go and get him. They had to pull him out by a long pole attached to his high priestly gowns. Do you see what Vashti turned down? What was that? What did Eve turn down? What do we turn down when we ignore our invitation to access into the presence of the King? Here's something else. That's a lot in itself, but counsel, did she listen to wise counsel? Esther had Mordecai, who she chose to humble herself and listen to, but she also had eunuchs assigned to her. And part of her getting in to be queen, she listened to the eunuch that was the special assignment from the king. She listened to him and she took his advice. This woman, seven Vashti, the woman I'm referring to, seven of the king's closest eunuchs were sent to her. Did she listen to any of them? Seven. Was there any other advisors? That's a lesson. Not understanding our privilege, not understanding our position, not understanding our power, and then not understanding wise counsel or seeking the counsel that we need to live this life, to be victorious, having access to the King. There's more. Thank you for coming back. I look forward to us connecting soon. I am grateful for you and your support. And I'll see you. Blessings on your week and peace.